1: All right, in an instant, an auto accident can put you in the worst financial position of your life. It's an absolute must. you got to hire the right lawyer. you are got to make sure that your insurance companies pay you what you are owed. Injury attorney David Feminini on his team, they are exactly who you need to call. They have been making insurance companies pay for over 30 years. They're going to help you with your case as well. David is ready to speak to you. Personally, right now, 855-65-CRASH. That's 855-65-CRASH, or you simply go to the website, getdavidgetpaid.com. Oh, it's going to be the song of spring break in a couple of weeks. Let me tell you.
2: You missed TJ in the
1: studio. He was dancing. What's up? up. You missed TJ in the studio. You can't help but bob your head. It's tremendous. By the way, we have new TJ Lang audio uh, that I don't know. David, do you have the new TJ audio? We're still working on it. Yeah. (laughs) Well, okay. Take your time, buddy. (laughs) Okay, then. TJ. How the hell are you, buddy?
3: What's going on, Mike? I am. Um, uh, I am pumped. John and I did our podcast today. First, really, first time all week. I've kind of gotten into breaking down this game Sunday, and uh,
4: man, I'm, okay, I'm excited. So let's
3: start I'm there. I am.
1: So let's start there. I'm gonna. I will say nothing. I've already done the breakdown, and I'm terrified. You're the celebrity. You're here to grace us with your knowledge and expertise, if you will. Take us through where you're at with the game as we are 48 hours out.
3: Well, I know I've been listening to you guys a little bit throughout the week, and the panic uh, button has been high. Um, look, I, I mean, <laughs> 1 to 10, look, I'm probably about a 5, you know, and that's only because okay. it, it's a playoff game, right? Anything can happen. I've been there, you know, i played a lot of playoff games. You, you get it. Stuff happens sometimes. Um, you know, but if, if I'm going to sit here and say <clears throat> that I'm worried or that I'm panicked about this team, I think that I would be telling you that I don't think they're legit, that I think that the 12-5 and year was somehow not real, right? And I know the Rams are a good team. I have a lot of respect for them, especially what they do offensively, but I believe that this team is legit. This Lions team is legit, at least their offense. We know their defense, yes, the stats haven't been great the last couple weeks, and Nick Mullins and even Dak threw for 360 yards. Uh, But the bottom line is, man, like, I think this offense is as good as anybody left in the NFC when they play their style, when Jared Goff takes care of the football, when they run the ball, right? I think that that gives me all the hope that I need, especially adding on that you're at home and it's a Sunday night primetime game. Like, I just I'm so excited for this game. Of course, I'm a little bit nervous, but. I would be disappointed if this if the Lions can't pull this one out. I, I just would. And and the defense, you know, the thing that I think can, concerns all of us is is the pass defense, right? And Nick Mullins throwing for eight hundred yards, and and like I said, Dak having a, a huge day. The bottom line is, I'm concerned about how many points do you let up. You let up twenty last week to Minnesota. You let up twenty to Dallas. You let up seventeen to Denver. You let up twenty four to the fir- uh, Minnesota the first time you played. It. That's winning football, right? I, I'm I'm kind I kind of lean on the area where I don't care if you throw for 500 yards. If I can keep you to 20 points, we're going to win the game. So, you know, and the Lions defense has kind of built a new identity since that Denver game where we're going to pressure half the time, we're going to cover half the time. You don't know when it's going to come. Sometimes it's going to be eight guys blitzing. Sometimes it's going to be three guys rushing, right? But we're willing to trade off a couple chunk plays where you just get us beat and maybe you make a nice play for... Getting four sacks and getting three interceptions and getting takeaways and hitting the quarterback fifteen times like you did against Minnesota last week and keeping you out of the end zone ultimately, I think that's a fair trade off and that's really the only thing I'm concerned about. How many points are you letting up? And all right, two notes. Know, so it's uh, two I just don't care about how many yards. It's about the points and this all defense on, has been holding relax. teams
1: to low points. So two notes. Because you didn't mention the, the magic words that are the basis of why Rico and I are worried. Uh, one being Sam, the other being Laporta. What do you know? Don't lie to us. <laughs> I, I, I don't, TJ, I, he accounted for 48 first downs for this team. He's a fabulous player. If he's not there, am I? am I making too much of if he's not there and or... Just severely limited, full no, decoy. It's,
3: it's gonna hurt if he can't play. Don't get me wrong, but this offense is he's not the focal point of this offense. He's a nice piece. And, you know, I even go back to last year, after they traded Hawkinson, I mean, that's when this offense really started to hit its stride. And they had the same tight ends, James Mitchell and Brock Wright. You know what I mean? So I think the I think that Sam Laporta is a nice piece, but this isn't a Travis Kelsey or Rob Gronkowski back in the day, where this is our offense, we have to get the ball to this guy, See, or we're in trouble. I think I, it is. I, 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 I think disagree I, with you. I no, think no, that no. they, they TJ scheme the up ways for year, him. I was, nice.
2: I was with that, but no, he's carved out a niche in this offense that he is one of the key pieces to this offense. And yeah, it, it is one of those things that I do think that he's reached uh, Kelsey level where you can count on him. Where, like I said, he's gotten you 48 first downs. Like he is the security blanket for Jared Goff. We know about all the other plays, but across the middle, that's LaPorta territory. So I, I do think that this is going to be a
3: a, a a key problem if he's not there. I would agree with you that talent-wise he is, but I would I would disagree. Go back to the Minnesota game the first time they played. The Lions scored 30 points. You want to know La- Laporta stats? Three catches, 18 yards. Right? right? So no. what I'm saying is it's not like they can't function without no, Sam no, LaPorta. They can't. TJ,
2: it's not that, but as you know, sometimes... Sometimes you can have no stats, but if if you're the distraction, if people are focused on you and stopping you, and other people get catches, or it opens up the field for other folks, he is that guy. That yeah, you need to know where Laporta's at at all times. If you're the Rams, you're any team. He's reached that status where somebody's pointing and saying,
3: "There's Laporta right there." I think he's an important part. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to Uh, say he's not. According to you, he's just just, a used diaper. uh, No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying this (laughs) offense is not designed. (laughs) to favor the tight end. We saw how that went the first six games last year where it was TJ Hawkinson, got to get the ball to Hawkinson. How did that go? Not great, right? So Laporta comes in, and he's a a tremendous player. I'm not trying to say he's not. He's an incredible talent, and I agree with you that he is Kelsey-like with the abilities that he has. This offense, however, does not focus around one guy. I think Ben Johnson has shown us, even when it's last year, right? Amonrah missing a couple games or Gibbs missed a couple games this year. Now Laporta, you gotta find ways to adjust and you have enough guys to be able to keep humming. You know what I mean? So, but Mike, going back to your original question, I yeah, but- I, I I I wouldn't be surprised to see him play at least a limited role. Um, I think that, you know, that certainly there's some gamesmanship when you hit the playoffs and, hey, we're going to make it look like you're going to play and, you know, make them prepare for you all week. And then, you know, Sunday, maybe that I don't know if that's going on. I don't believe it is. Uh, I think that they're rolling them out in practice. And look, my my history and my experience with hyperextension when it comes to a knee, there's no structural damage, which is good. So it really comes down to a pain tolerance, a pain management. How much can you handle? How many? Routes can you run? How many plays can you give us in a row before you say, you know, it's just killing me, man? Like, I'm hurting the team. I can't be out there. So that's what it's going to come down to. But I think, and look, this was the same injury that happened to Travis Kelsey Thursday of week one when the Lions played them Sunday night. Mm -hmm. And we know Travis Kelsey really pushed hard to play in that game. It was a pain management, totally different situation. That's week one. This is playoffs, right? If you're anywhere close to healthy in the playoffs, I think you go. I think you have to be smart about it. But if my gut, and I don't know, this is no inside information whatsoever. My gut is telling me they've been trying to work him into practice a little bit as the week's gone on. Today it sounded like he did a little bit more. I think they're going to try to give him tomorrow's walkthrough. They're going to say, hey, look, how are you feeling? Can you give us 20 plays? Can you give us 15 plays? Hey, maybe the plan mm-hmm. is to give you 15 plays. And he rolls out on Sunday and says, guys, man, like I'm, I'm feeling really good. No, I've had a week now to recover, and hey, let me loose. That could certainly be the, the the case as well. But as of right now, if I had to guess, I would say he would be active, but more on a limited basis, and I think they adjust based off how he's feeling come Sunday night. Well, one of my concerns he, is
2: – oh, go ahead, Mike.
3: No, 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 it was
1: just Rico. I was just saying if he can give you 75% of who he is, I would be with Rico where I'd go back down to a five.
2: Go ahead. One of my biggest concerns is the Lions' secondary, which leads into our prop bet. I don't know if you heard it driving in, TJ. Over oh, I under. Heard a lot of, oh wow! Cooper Cup. Oh, that's being a wide open. One, Rico. I heard a lot of those. Well, it's because I'm good at my
3: job. <laughs> More tackles this week, Anzalone or Dan Skip. Wow, Rico! Wow. All right, Cooper Cup, no, no. Cooper Cup, Cooper Cup, wide open, over, under, <laughs> one and a half. I love grabbing all my friends. and. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, that's Evan. All right, Evan, we're going to have a chat after this, buddy. <laughs> we're going to
1: have a chat. Uh, you know, oh, boy, it's... hey, did you, we have exclusive audio, by the way, of, of David. Uh, David had something to say when you walked in the studio. David, do you want to, do you care to share?
3: You fat piece of shit. <laughs> oh! <laughs> all
1: right,
3: hey, I'll see you next week. All right? It's been a hell of a, a hell of a 12 minutes open the show. Pump, prime
1: the pump. Yeah, just walking pump, right into this. prime the pump.
3: God. <laughs> I, I, I gave you Cooper Cup it. stuff. <laughs> it seems inevitable that he's going to have at least one. Where you're like, what? <laughs> how, how the F is this how? guy open, Mike? How, how? how are you covering I don't him know. with the linebacker? How? <laughs> like, stop. <laughs> I'm like, if Cooper Cup, if they match up somehow Jack Campbell or Alex Anzalone <laughs> on <laughs> Cooper Cup, and he goes for 80 oh. yards, I'm gonna come in Monday asking for Aaron Glenn's hat. Just, just, it's unacceptable. It should never the, happen.
2: When you watch it game, you look at that person on the sideline. It's just TJ throwing his phone up in the air, turning around like, "What?" And, oh, you know what? I can't. I can't. would it be oh, You're worth? just gonna
1: see a. You're gonna see a <laughs> TJ a goes
2: over and grabs the microphone from Theo and just gets on there. Will somebody please, cover Cooper,
3: come! What Can it,
2: anyone tell me how the F this is
3: happening? Yeah, yeah. Would it be more worth me running out on the field and, <laughs> and tackling Cooper <laughs> Cup if you swallowing? <laughs> for you personally, I mean, no. I, for us as a radio show, absolutely. Yeah. It's, All right. Man, it's it's inevitable. It's going to happen at least once, but my goodness. Let me ask you a question as you were prepping for that.
1: the game because I know you said you were digging into it. Like, I was shocked when I was doing the same you realize the Rams have the number one pass rush in football since week nine?
3: No, I didn't realize that. And it, That's and, cra- crazy, right? And, um, you know, I'm not that impressed with the guys outside of Aaron Donald, to be honest with you. I think I they do a nice job of, uh, of scheming some timely blitzes where they can get guys, uh, you know, free rushes. I think that the youngster, the rookie Kobe Turner um, – Look, I'm just going to say it. I think his sack numbers are inflated a little bit after watching the film. I mean, there was a couple against the Giants where, you know, they're coming five, six, seven seconds into the play. I value those sacks a little bit different rather than, hey, you just beat the guy in front of you and got to the quarterback and disrupted the play. I think Kobe Turner is Uh a nice player. Don't get me wrong, but uh, I I like our interior threes matchup against him. And obviously you're going to have to take care of Aaron Donald. He hasn't been the same. I think it was eight or nine sacks this year. He's normally – the high teens low 20s type of guy but this is playoffs i mean i'm i'm going to expect vintage you know classic aaron donald going out there trying to wreck a game uh, yeah, they're going to have a, they're going to have a plan for him but kobe turner's a guy that you know he's he does some nice things but when you look at the sacks and you actually watch how he got those sacks you're like mm, right place right time for a lot of them um but he is a guy that you can't fall asleep on because it seems like a lot of these offensive linemen Kind of, he comes in the game. And they're like, oh, he's the backup nose tackle. Just take, and then boom, he hits him with a hand swipe or a swim move, and it's like, oh, what? Wow, wasn't expecting that. They they know what they're, they're they know what they're in for. But outside of that, I think look, this is a defense, Mike, that is unique because I don't think that they have any edge guys that are going to threaten Panay Sewell and, and threaten uh, Taylor Decker. I think all their pressure comes from the inside, and whether it's those two defensive tackles, whether it's Ernest Jones blitzing up the middle. That's where they tend to get a lot of their pressure, and I think that plays into our strength. I think our interior three is one of the best in the NFL when you talk about Ragno and Jonah and Graham. I think they've done a nice job. So um, it's going to be a heavyweight matchup that I can't wait to watch. All right, let's get
1: to uh, – I want to get some of the people involved. You got a question for TJ. It's You know the drill. We're going to go right to it. We'll do it next. Oh, man, I love when TJ and Rico fight. not that anyone gives a bleep, but sounds like Kalen DeBoer has been hired uh, at Alabama to replace Nick Saban. Yep. And also, in a note to never put this in someone's contract, Bill Belichick's being replaced by Gerard Mayo yeah.
2: because it was in his contract.
1: And the league. You no, could no, no. get
2: Mike. Mike, the league what? approved of it,
1: too. That's the thing. I know. But my, my whole point is you can't do it because Mike Vrabel's available. Sorry, Vrabel over Mayo. All right, now back to your regularly scheduled programming.
2: Well, I was going to uh, give you that bit of news, Mike, but also I want to give you this is something that Alliance fans may want to keep an eye on. But okay. the Commanders are hiring the 49er assistant GM, Adam Peters, as the, their new GM. And one of the people who he wants to bring with him Ben Johnson. Ben Johnson. Yeah, I, I can tell you factually they are hot to trot for Ben Johnson.
1: So I'm going to worry about it when the season's done, and we will wish him well. But enjoy it. This is the last you'll see of Ben Johnson. Don't do it, Ben. Um, well, I would say don't go to Carolina. I would say that. Commanders under new ownership. TJ, what are you going to do? They're going to pay the guy seven, $8 million a year. Uh, well, what are we doing here?
3: Yeah, and, and what they have they have number two pick, number three pick, number two. Yeah, you'll number have Drake. Pick. You'll have Drake. Oh, May. And they could move up
2: to one because, according to David, uh, Caleb Williams said that he needs Chicago to trade that pick, or else you know he's going to be upset. <laughs>
4: he you know, wants he wants great. that to happen, or he wants them to guarantee that they'll trade the pick before he declares for the draft. So he doesn't want to go to Chicago.
1: Correct. Mm. Great, come to New York. It's a great place. All right. Let's get to the people. They they want to TJ. Your adoring public wants to speak to you. All right, uh, Rico. I know you got the time deal on there. Yep,
2: rock and roll. Let's do it. All right, uh, d- 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 Nick. You're on ninety-seven
6: one. Rico, Mike, TJ. How we doing, boys? Hey, man. What's going on? Uh, not much. Just uh, ready for this game to get here. I uh, I just wanted to say, uh, Mike. Initially, I did agree with you where I thought this was like a. Nightmare matchup, just because of the SOL potential. I think that's why most people think it's that. Um, but I think we're going to go in there. I think we have the home playoff game. We're going to win it, like you've been saying all year, and I got some football reasons. I think it's going to be a Seattle-like crowd. I think it's going to actually be the new standard, where people say it's going to be a Detroit-like crowd, honestly. Um, I trust golf with Ben Johnson, having a week to prepare with a, with a limited Laporta, maybe no Laporta. I'd like that they have a week. It wasn't last second. And like you've been saying, we're 6-0 and with this O-line. You know, I think we're going to have a big run day. It's going to set up the play action. I think St. Brown's going to have a big day. I think LaPorte is going to play. I think it's 31-24 Lions. Yeah, but here's the thing, though, Nick.
2: Everything you said was accurate except for that 6-0, and 5-1 with the O-line altogether. Yeah, the Dallas game. Okay, I thought it was Yeah, the Dallas
6: game, yeah. Either way, I'm feeling good. I don't think this is a one-man offense. Like like TJ was saying, I think I think, you know, we got we got other options. I think if someone's out, then we can we can have other people step up. And I think he can be out there at least a decoy, like you're saying, Rico. He needs to be, at least be a distraction. Mm. I think he can go out there, maybe they get him a player too early to let him know they're healthy. And then I think I think the Lions are going to pull through. I think uh, the SOL will be removed. And uh, I think it's a big SOL potential stat for coming home. But I think it's also potential for poetry if we beat them. So yeah, I'm, and I, 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 um, I'm, I'm with you there, Nick. TJ, go go, go first. ahead.
3: Okay, I, no, I'm with I want you there, you to Nick. Go first. And, there was something that happened after Laporta went out in that game last week. Anybody notice that? Jared Goff started taking deep shots. Like he started hitting guys flying down the field. We saw Amon Raz, seventy-yard touchdown. Uh, there were a couple other ones where he's just slinging the ball downfield, one-on-one, giving his guys a chance to make a play. Um, I I enjoyed that. <laughs> I really did. I mean, it's been that was the most deep shots they've taken in a game, and I started believing for a long time, that either they don't trust Goff to take these shots or it's just not part of the game plan. And that second half against that Minnesota game, you started hitting some explosives. So I think that there is a part where Jared Goff, when he has a a check down guy or a middle of the field short intermediate guy, that's where he likes to live. But when you take that away, it might be a blessing in disguise that he has to look downfield. And who are we getting back this week? Jamison Williams. I mean, I'm thinking so he's looking it, good. it might be a setup for where if Laporta doesn't play a ton or if he doesn't play at all, it might force Jared Goff to start looking downfield a little bit more and giving his guys a chance to make plays. And I think last week could have given him a, a ton of confidence because his guys were making those plays. Let me, Um,
1: <clears throat> I just want to PSA, I have never and will not, this has nothing to do with SOL. I think that is the laziest thing any fan or media could ever say. If they lose, it's because they lost to a better team. Now, if it's an intergalactic screwing like the NFL gave them in Dallas, that could be SOL. Yeah. But if we play a game on the square and they just happen to lose, don't please don't do that. I've given football reasons. TJ, had, Look, my concern emanates, for, first and foremost, outside of San Francisco. This is the last team I would have wanted to have played this weekend, period. That includes Dallas. I saw what I needed to see when they played Dallas two weeks ago. We're good. Rams are hot. Rams have some matchups that scare me. If Laporte is out, it scares me further. None of that says so well. Don't put that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. I I have not uttered that. Let me ask you a question, though, Mike, and I'm
3: not counting last week where it was a preseason game with Sam Darnold and Carson Wentz. What is the Rams' record versus playoff teams this year? Let and pull it up. I don't have there, that on hand. There's seven of them. I know I'm not. I'm putting you on the spot here. The Rams are one. And no, you're good. The Rams and six? are one and six versus playoff teams this year. They're one win coming against the Browns and Joe Flacco's first start. Yeah. Right, so and they played I, the Ravens real tough, but yeah, lost an OT. Same thing with San Fran. The first time they played, now they beat San Francisco last week. That's why I said I'm not. really uh, – c- If you want to say they're two and yeah. six, go ahead, San Fran. I, I was about to say, their nah, nah, in, I was, I was so about I'm to say yeah, that Eastern Michigan. Yeah, that's actually two. TJ, that's, uh, right? Which is why I said I'm not counting last week. Well, it was a preseason wow. game. It, does. Wow, <laughs> okay. I don't like it I'm when not, mom and dad okay. fight. Two and six. All right, we'll give you two That doesn't and six count. With I'm Sam with you, to, TJ. Okay, one. Right. No, no, no. All Here's, no, no. Here's why
2: there. it counts. It counts because if that game, if they lose, we're looking at the Packers here,
3: and Detroit's feeling a whole lot better about this game. No, but my point is the Rams have played seven on my list, eight on your list, <laughs> and at, at, literally playoff teams that are in the playoffs this this year They've won for you two of them. For me, one. One. They've lost six of those games. So right. Lions are three and three. They're two and six. And they are a good team. I'm not trying to say they're not. Yeah. But that's where I look at it and say, maybe pump the brakes a little bit on the ra- yep. I know they're hot. I know they've beaten a couple good teams, but especially who they've played lately, like there's just that's why I go back and after watching these games, I'm like, man, yes, they do have a ton of explosive opportunities and explosive potential, but I just, this, I feel like this Detroit Lions team is the better team. They're they're the better complete team top to bottom. And that's why I said, Mike, coming in here, if this wasn't a playoff game, is this a regular season game? I wouldn't be concerned at all. Now, my concern level was at a four, maybe a five, because it's playoffs and you don't know what's going to happen. Weird things happen in the playoffs, but... I just wanted to give you that stat when you look at taking out of last week, yeah, one in six oh, against I don't, I don't have I an mean, issue with it. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't ignore that.
1: TJ, I fully admit, and it's 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 a weakness. Is when we get into the big game stuff, yeah, I I, I go right down the rabbit hole and I let numbers and different things kind of twist me up. And sometimes you're right. Sometimes it's team A is better than team B, and you let go of certain things. Uh, you know, you know what game I did it? This game and one other playoff game this weekend, I ended up flipping my pick as the week went along and it was Browns Texans. I started the week all Browns, I finished the week all Texans. Yeah, you I started go, the buddy. week Lions and I'm finishing the week Rams and and maybe it is just me doing too much whatever you want to call it. BS, prep work, anything in between. Yeah, maybe maybe you missed the mark. I don't know. But it's a great point. If they're if they're one in 6 in reality, a you know, freebie last week in a split squad game, and the Lions are 3-3, three and three. you're right. That's a feather in the cap of the Lions. And by the way, the Lions are at home. The problem, they're basically telling you these teams are the same on a neutral field with a three-point spread. That is what really worries me. Yeah,
3: yeah and I think that, you know, you probably have to factor in that there's not a ton of playoff experience on either side. There's not many guys left. And yeah, the, oh, yeah. And
1: you scared me with that little one. Oh, I when I talked s- to you, you scared
3: me. <laughs> I didn't mean to scare you. you just, there is a factor in there. But there's. I'll just finish with this. and David's give me the finger. There's not many guys still on this Rams team that were there two <laughs> oh years God. ago when they were in the Super Bowl. So I think when you talk about it, inexperience, experience, it tends to be pretty even on both sides.
1: All right, so as everyone braces for a little bit of weather here, I, I wanted to just real quick, we'll get to the calls, we've got to do the picks. TJ, what do you got? You got a brisket on the smoker? you going to do who said it with us, or what's the story?
3: Um, No, I probably got to bounce at four. I got traffic. I remember the wiggly. old TJ
1: Lang who was some, serious about radio. we got some,
3: we got some baseball tonight we got to get to. So. Baseball? Whoa, 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 baseball tonight? <laughs>
4: Indoor facility, Mike. God, well, you Ute also sports. got a baseball game today. I do
3: too. The, yeah, yeah, what a tonight. racket. Mike, times, what a, what a racket
1: youth Sports is. Baseball in a snowstorm. <laughs> yep. Okay. And you So better let me. Uh, TJ, if you could focus, please. Um, I want to read to you the latest. Uh, this has just been put out The Weather for Bills Steelers. Ooh, Guys, yeah, I didn't Dad. think it was possible, but it's getting worse. Uh, A winter storm watch issued, duh, per the National Weather Service, there will be 65-mile-an-hour wind gusts and over a foot of snow. Travel listed as difficult to impossible. Uh, it is. Now, here's the key. It's not just gusts up to 65. It is sustained and consistent winds of 25 miles an hour. The temperature will be 23 with a real feel of 7 degrees. Wow! Oh, and by the way, Buffalo Stadium, Airmark Stadium, the way it's designed, it's a lot like Cleveland or Pittsburgh where the wind swirls has an even more heightened effect.
3: Mm. Yeah, it, because it's like a – it's almost – it reminds me of a college stadium. I played in Buffalo a couple times, and it's very – uh it's almost like low profile. You know what I mean? Like, not where the stands yep. go straight up, but more kind of a, uh easy kind of crescendo to the top. Like, you know what I mean? So, it's kind of an open bowl down there where, uh, yeah, it can get nasty. And oh and with
1: that, Whoa. with that, by the way, since I taped Cash the Ticket this morning with Jim Costa, the total has dropped a full two and a half points. It now sits at 33 and a half.
3: Ooh, wow. Yeah, that what's going to be worse? I mean, Kansas City's Yikes. supposed to be pretty damn bad uh, tomorrow night. But cold is
1: cold. That's one thing. But when you enter wind into it, I said it to the you know we were joking around about it. Like you, you just have to run the ball. You can't throw with twenty five mile an hour wind. Forget about it. Fifty mile <laughs> an hour gusts. It'll look like a cartoon. Well, you have with, to run the football. Especially it's
3: right. snowing. I mean, there's going to be. Barely any visibility, right?
2: <laughs> I got to figure, hey, TJ, over, under, longest completion, 15 and a half yards. <laughs> oh, oh wow. wow. Oh, great wow. number.
1: <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> under. I got to go under. <laughs> okay, all right. You know what? This is a lesson, Rico. No one's allowed to be nice to you. Now. Let's get some ticket tax, and we got to get to the picks because TJ has indoor wiffle ball (laughs) later. Who cares? Good
4: for you, TJ. Good for you. Enjoy that game. Hope your team wins. I think TJ is dismissing how valuable Laporta is. The man moves the change like nobody's business. Barry in Saint Clair Shores.
3: Nope. No, I already said I'm not. He's a valuable piece. No, no, hey, Barry. No, the, the kid is a Pro Bowl in his rookie year, and and I don't know if the All Pro list came out. He's probably going to be on the first or second team. He's, He's second a team All Pro talent. And that's not what this is about. This is about Ben Johnson's ability to adjust to not have this offense focus on one single guy. You have other guys that you can implement that you can say, okay, we're going to move you around. We're going to move you around. We're going to focus more on. Getting the ball to the backs, out of the backfield. Uh, so that's where I say I'm not I, I'm not saying losing Sam Laporta isn't a big deal. It is because he's an extreme talent. What I'm saying is I trust Ben Johnson to find ways to adjust this offense to keep them on the same track that they've been on all season long.
4: Yeah, that's a buddy from Clarkston says. He says Ben Johnson will call the game of his career in the Lions win on Sunday. Okay, I'm gonna start or I'm gonna sure. trust the Pro Bowl O Lyman on his concern level for Laporta, the Lions by a million. I oh say if, a million. LaPorta wow. plays, <laughs> if Laporta plays
1: <laughs> if Laporta plays and can give you a real contribution, I go right to where TJ goes. the five out of ten. But if you guys think this Rams team is some clown car and hapless outfit, I don't think that's accurate. You don't win seven of eight down the stretch. You don't, and and again, they're one loss. They were a hell of a lot better against Baltimore than you were. And when you look at the weapons they have, and Rico has said it, even TJ said it. Yeah, guys, it's a real thing. Like Sutton is banged up. You got Mullins throwing for eight hundred yards while his face is squished into his helmet. Uh, yeah, it, it's okay to say I have some concerns here. I'd yeah. rather play the pack. Yeah, I'd rather play the Eagles. I'd rather play the Bucks. I'd rather play the Cowboys.
3: I just the kind of counter your point a little bit they were better against the ravens but we were also a whole lot better against dallas than la was right so there's give and take both ways but you know i've I've kind of thought about this both ways and rico i was talking to you on the pregame show last week about we kind of you know forecasted what the matchup's going to be who do you want to play at at the time i was like you know what give me green bay i mean it's a division opponent you know them you just played them in thanksgiving jordan love you know Technically a rookie guy in the playoffs, mm-hmm. but as this week's gone on, and I kind of reflected on my own personal experience at the playoffs. Sometimes those are the dangerous teams, the teams that have a bunch of young guys that weren't expected to be there. That hey, they got nothing to lose, yeah, here, guys. I, you know what I mean? Like so, I've kind of flip flopped on that. And a
2: TJ, bit. I know that the players have don't have the same mentality as the fan base. If you would, if you lose to the Packers, you're okay. You're angry. You don't like it. You go out here and you lose to Matthew Stafford, it'll de- it'll destroy this city. It'll destroy the psyche of the Lions fan base because they will add that as the next chapter of why the NFL hates us and they put us with Stafford and then you know Stafford got all the calls and blah blah blah. If you if they win, I want the Lions to just win easily going away. I don't want anything controversial like what happened in Dallas.
3: See, I disagree and I'll tell you why next. Oh what?
4: No, you won't. No, you we have won't. the picks. No, you
3: won't
1: because you're going. You're going to Chuck E. Cheese for a baseball game. I'll
3: tell you we'll what. Three forty-seven and thirty seconds. I, I, if not, and now Gators <laughs> rant. You know what? If not,
2: oh boy. Yeah, we all heard you, Mike. You didn't turn your mic off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> read something. I don't think this is gonna work out. <laughs> yeah, ninety-seven And
1: let the games begin. I will ask you when you make your selection. I need the side and the total. Please and thank you. Browns laying two and a half, traveling to Houston. The over-unders 44 and a half. Mr. Rico Beard.
2: Mike, I am going to go Houston all the way. I think they beat the Browns. And on top of that, give me the over. I think this is going to be the C.J. Stroud coming out party. Over to Kenneth Cott, who's done this entire show with an
3: erection. All right. I'm just going to make my pick here. You're I'm gonna excited take, for the
5: game. I have the Browns here. Mine is two, two and a half. And
1: I have the over. Over to Mr. Hatchet Man.
5: I
4: believe in C.J. Stroud and Nico Collins. That combination of Michigan and Ohio State will get it done. Texans and the over. Last week's champion.
1: A man who's mastered radio teases, Mr. T.J. Lane.
4: Yeah, that's not confirmed. I just, uh,
1: I'm
3: going to take it since nobody's on there. Um, I'm Probably taking the Browns. You
1: unscrupulous
3: I, I am taking the Browns. These teams just matched up. I think it was on Christmas Eve, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. The Browns took No uh, Stroud. No Stroud, but the Browns took them to task, so to say. I think, look, you play a team back-to-back in a couple weeks difference, normally that benefits the defense. They're going to know what to expect a little bit. I'm going to take the better defenses in this game, and that's Cleveland. And also, I'm going to take the under. I think C.J. Stroud is going to be confused a little bit like, with some of the pressures that they see from Cleveland. And it's been a nice story, but it's Joe Flacco time, baby. Give me the Browns. That, that, that story's
2: going
3: uh, to Flacco, all the yards today.
1: are fun. Eight picks in his five games. Also, the Browns' defense is about 10 points. Worse per game on the road than at home. I hate myself. Texans and over. Dolphins, Chiefs, Chiefs laying four and a half.
2: Total, 43 and a half. Mr. Beard. I think the Dolphins really screwed up by not winning last week. They have to go to Kansas City. It's going to be freezing cold weather there. That normally means the Dolphins can't score. So give me the Chiefs and give me the
5: under. Mr. Cot. I'm taking the under as well, and I think the Dolphins will do just enough to cover but not win. So give me the Dolphins and the points
4: and the under hatchet man Hull. the dolphins are a very very fast team their offense is magnificent but what happens when you get cold you can't run that fast so i'm gonna go with the chiefs and the under
1: is that is that science or are you
4: making that up mm, it's like water water gets cold sorry can't run that fast all right we'll go to tj i'm uh, um, see that black
3: whoa. don't know where that came from um I'm going to start with taking the under. Just the weather is going to be terrible. I, I, both offenses have. We know Kansas City's been struggling all year. Tua, don't know what he's going to look like, but I am going to take the Dolphins to cover in this game. I just cannot trust the Chiefs. Travis Kelsey does not look like the same player. Their offensive line does not look like they can hold up. I know. No. I know my Angie. Miami has some injuries there on the, on the defensive side, but they can run the ball pretty damn well when they have Mostert and that rookie Devin chain I'm going to take my. I don't know if they win this game, but they're going to cover, and I'm going to take yeah, the under. I saw that weather
2: and the windshield. Nah. I'm with TJ on this. The Chiefs are ass.
1: Just give me the points. I, I don't think, the, I just, whatever. Give me the Dolphins, and I'll go under. Uh, let's go over. Steelers, Bills, gave you the weather report. Bills, nine and a half, updated total, 33 and a half. Rico.
2: Mike, uh, I look at this, and yeah, it's going to be bad weather in Buffalo. It's going to be a lot of running the ball. So I'm going to take David Steelers and the points, and I'm also going to go under as well.
3: Okay. Kenny. Yeah, bad weather, which is why the total is so low, but I'm going to take the reverse of the reverse logic and the over, but nine nine and a half in a playoff game is too many points. I'm going to take the Steelers.
6: I love these hats.
4: TJ okay, yeah. is not playing in this game. Doesn't matter. The weather will make things even and even help us win. Let's go Steelers and oh, the under. <laughs>
1: uh,
4: you know, you guys are within arm's reach.
1: Somebody
3: slap him. Kenny,
4: you said the weather report. You gave it to me, so. TJ.
3: Yeah, I mean, the weather report does kind of scare me. Plus, you look at two offenses that turn the ball over a lot. Mm-hmm. I'd have to rely on the under based off the weather, and I would have to rely on the Steelers covering that nine-and-a-half number only because I don't think Josh Allen is going to suddenly turn a a corner now in the playoffs and say, you know what, now I'm going to start taking care of the football. He had four last week in the red zone against the Dolphins. I trust Nazi Harris more. That was a playoff-like game, and Josh Allen still turned the ball over four times in that game. I think it's going to happen. I think the weather's only going to increase the odds that he does something stupid again. I think the Bills win, but given all the circumstances, I'm taking the Steelers to cover that one.
1: Good Lord. All right, well, under, because I don't know. You just don't have a choice at this point. Um, I'm going to go Bills. I mean, look, they're 1-10 in 10 without Watt lifetime. Mason Rudolph blows. I, I just I can't. I don't know it's if the a Steelers lot of can points, score ten Mike. points. That's a lot of points. I know TJ. TJ, I'll get it wrong. I don't bet the Bills. It's principle. It's like religion. I don't bet them. They're like the new Lions. You bet on them, they screw you. You bet against them, they screw you.
3: Um, <laughs> give me Bills under. <laughs>
1: That's blasphemy. Um, lions were
3: twelve and five covering the spread this year. But
1: let's go. To no, that. I yeah. meant in years past. Like just you couldn't get it right. That's uh, yeah. me with the Bills. PTSD, I Pack. Cowboys. This is emotional for TJ right here. Packers getting seven, traveling to Dallas. The total is 50-and-a-half. Rico Beer.
2: I think this is going to be an entertaining appetizer game for Detroit fans who are going to be watching before the Lions play. Give me the young Packers. Yeah, and buddy. And I'm also thinking there's going to be a lot of points being scored. I want the young Pack, and I want the over. Shout-out, Jaden Reed.
3: Let's go to Kenny Cot. TJ, what did you say the Lions were against the spread? 12-5. Good teams win, great teams cover. Hell Lions, yeah, high-scoring game, give me the over.
4: Wait, what? Wait, you on, on. say Lions? We're, we're doing Packers-Cowboys. Packers, uh, Kenny, uh, Kenny,
3: Kenny, you can't start drinking until the game starts. I'm sorry, it's guys. We're a recording. We'll cut that out and let's do a new part. Yeah, I'm taking the Bucks and, <laughs> and the over. <laughs> Give Kenny me, selects
1: Texas. Give me the
4: Pistons. <laughs> I'm just gonna go Packers <laughs> in the over. Packers over. Just, I think
1: we're
3: touchdown, black guy. Uh, I think we're getting this one wrong. I think this has potential <laughs> to be. To, to, to he stop. put his flag. <laughs> yes, the Lions. We know he's wrong. In game. Yeah, we know who he's picking. <laughs> uh, I got. I got. I think the Cowboys are gonna blow him out. I just do. I, Packers oh, have been kind gosh. of a hit or miss team i mean i can't get out of my head the 30 points allowed to carolina bacon mayfield throwing for 400 yards in a perfect wow. passer rate i can't get that out of wow. my head i who, think dallas signs this out dallas of your head knows
1: that cowboys are choke artists don't care and that former coach of yours is don't a care. bum
3: nope love mike mccarthy i think they're going to absolutely blow the packers out this weekend uh and i'm going to take the over as well Michael? Packers under. If this wasn't
1: the Cowboys, this spread's four and a half. But because, oh, it's America's team. <laughs> Idiots. Packers. I hate the Cowboys. I'd root for Satan before I root for them. Eagles laying three. They travel to Tampa. Total's 43 and a half. I'm told somebody's got to win this game. Gross.
2: Rico? Mike, I'm going to go with the uh, home dog, I think, Tampa. Yeah. Yeah, the Eagles... They've fallen apart. I'm done trying to pick them. I don't know what the problem is. They're limping to the finish line. No, they just fallen flat on their face at the finish line. Give me the but, bucks But, but AJ Brown said they did a team building exercise at a rage room. Yeah, when you <laughs> right when you have to keep holding players only meetings each week, apparently You're nobody's F. showing up. Give me. Let's the go to Kenny
1: Cott. I'll yeah. take St. Joseph's. <laughs> yeah, give me the
2: Steelers and
1: give me the O. Oh, no, I, I am taking Is the Bucks the and I am taking the, the over.
5: No, it's not the Lions. <laughs> I am taking the Bucks. And Kenny, the over.
1: Kenny wants Robert Morris plus four and a half. Over, oh, over. <laughs>
4: I'm gonna go Eagles and the under.
3: DJ. Yeah, and I know the Eagles have banged up a little bit, and they certainly don't look like the same team they did nearly four weeks ago. However, I feel they have enough leaders on that team to get them, right, get them ready for the playoffs. Enough guys that uh, were just there a year ago to say, guys, this is our last shot. We cannot lose to Baker Mayfield. Give me Philly, and you know what? Both defenses I don't have confidence in, so I'm going to take the over on that one as well. Eagles are terrible against the Blitz. That's all Todd
1: Bowles knows how to do, and I just don't think the Eagles enjoy playing football for money. I, I, I don't know. Give me the Bucks under. Game's grotesque. Uh, Rams-Lions, the main entree. Lions laying three over under 51 and a half, Mr. Rico Beard.
2: Um, uh, I'm just still not a big fan that, that Laporta is going to be here and I also look at the fact that I think Cooper Cup and Nakua are going to be running free against that secondary who's given up so much. Give How the- is Cup that open? Regards, me- T. Me- Lang. Yeah, give me the Rams and the over.
5: Oh, <laughs> oh no. Kenny, how the hell did I skip over two games? I'm still trying to figure that out. Uh, let's try this again. TJ. I'll take
1: Texas Tech <laughs> yeah. laying 12.
5: It's, it's three. Right, it's call Cavassier. <laughs> TJ, <Go> <laughs> what are the lines against the spread?
3: Kenny, 12 and 5. and good teams win, great teams cover.
1: Give me the Lions in the over. (laughs) I'll take the Broncos plus five and a half.
4: (laughs) You know, we all look sexy out here, man. Feels like deja vu. (laughs) Uh, Let's go Lions in over. Mr. TJ
3: Lang. Oh, David, come on. Three, two, one, do it. (laughs) There's no way we lose this weekend. There's no way. Kirby Ooh. Joseph's going to have a pick. If he's probably going to have a pick, this offense. David Montgomery, oh, no. Jameer Gibbs. Give me 180 rush yards on this soft-ass Rams defense.
4: So Jared
3: awful. Goff is going to flip one single finger to, to uh, Sean McVay after this game and say, you know what? I don't miss your ass at all, buddy. Wow, I'm loving it here. So he's basically oh. going to tell me. Have a good fall. Have a good spring, buddy. Hey, Sean, go get a DNA test on your kid. Later, buddy. <laughs> Thank you. That's what it's going to be. Thank you, Sean. Thank you. Lions in the over.
1: David, just save that audio in case. Um, Rams, under. (laughs) I don't have time for analysis. He's got a baseball game to go to, and we're way over time. Those are the picks. TJ, please drive safely and calm down. 97-1.